Okay, so Mizzus is Sharif. We began to talk about the Midas of Precious. And we saw the idea of Precious is that a person distances himself from Isurim, even not to do things which are Mutzah. And like, why? Because that is, he, so, he so much appreciates the danger of doing something wrong. It's not worth going there. It takes a step back. Okay, and he saw that not only, this is Ba'atzim, the Mahalach of Chazal, that when Chazal make uh, restrictions, siyagim, barriers, which is to protect us doing a vera, it fits into the same category. Now, the Messiah is going to ask two questions on himself. What, trying to understand when does this rule of being parish apply? So he says, Vim Taima. If you're going to ask the question, where do we know that you meant to do that? You meant to be You meant to add more Surim that the Torah said. Chachamim <coughs> said that it's not a good idea to make additional restrictions on oneself with Nadarim on things the Torah didn't forbid. And Rashi the Gemara to Yishami, the Gemara says, It's not enough for you with the Torah assets. Well, the Torah really tells you what you can't do. It's not enough. You have to find new serum for yourself. So you see, the Torah doesn't necessarily consider it uh, complementary or advisable to be aser more things uh, than the Torah told you what's also. Why do you have to go and, and, and add new serum? And the implication is, if Hashem wanted it to be aser, then Hashem would have made it aser. So he didn't. So that means it's not meant to be aser. Why are you coming to add the serum on your own? And if that's a question of the person who wants to take on extra restriction, so then it's also a question of Chazal. Uh, what about Chazal? When they came and they understood that it's necessary to make a, get, a barrier, it's necessary to make a, a gather, a, a preventative, so to speak, wall to prevent people doing the serum. Okay, we don't ask the questions of them. So they already did it. And what they left for, and the Chazal themselves weren't Oyster. Even Chazal didn't decide it's Oyster. So that's the case, we have two reasons to be matter. Number one, the Torah didn't answer it. Number two, even Chazal who came to make Torah didn't answer it either. So why should I be asked? Why should I be, why should I be more machmed than both of them? Why should we make Zeris? Chazal didn't make because uh, you see that they didn't see the problem here, so why should I? Why should I be more concerned than they were? Now let's ask the first question. And that is, if there's that sort of like dayechom asher osur Torah, it's not enough for the Torah asset. You have to come ask some more things. So the question is, so then how did Chazal say anything? Let's ask the question, Chazal. It's not enough for the Torah asset. You have to come and ask something else. And the answer is that's not a question. That's not a question. I'll tell you why. When people ask this question and they ask, if Hashem didn't want you to be ovary serum, like mukta and shabbos, like chicken and milk, like anything else which is so why doesn't the Torah say it? Why if, if that's what Hashem had in mind, why doesn't the Torah say it? And the answer is, the answer is, that there's a big difference between the mitzvah that the Torah says and the mitzvah Chazal, Chazal add. 
And what's the difference? The difference is that, and I'll explain it, it's not a chiddush, it's a I'll explain with the example that the Chavetz Chaim gives. It says, if, it, if there's a king, government today, they say, makes decrees. So the government's going to make the decree, this is what's forbidden to do. And the penalty or whatever the punishment is, this is, uh, this is the law, this is what you can't do. Now let's say we, good, well-meaning, loyal citizens, and we see that there's this new law, now we have to think, okay, we have to make sure to implement that law. How are we going to make sure that we're not going to be over the law? What are we going to do to make sure that we're not going to do anything which is going to break the law? And then we, as the recipients, have to decide how we're going to implement what the law is. Now, if the king would make all those extra points which we're going to implement for ourselves as the law, then it's just going to push us back to think a step beyond that. If, we, if this is now the law you're telling us to keep, now we have to think a step further. How are we going to make sure not to do that? So it's the same thing when it comes to the Mrs. Daraisi. Mrs. Daraisi Hashem tells us this is what you can't do. Now we as the recipients of that mitzvah think, okay, we have to be careful we don't do this. What are we going to make, put restrictions in place to make sure that we're not going to be over what the king said? So we as the recipients have to decide, we're going to show we're keeping the law by taking the extra step back to make sure we're not going to be over. But if the Torah would make that step too, if the Torah would have said don't do that, that, that restriction, then we have to take a step further back than that. Because then we have to always protect ourselves not to be over what the Torah says. And therefore, not just in the severity, but in the concept, there's a big difference between Mitzvah Teraisa and Mitzvah Teraisa. Mitzvah Teraisa is what the Torah said you can't do. That we can't do, that we can't add to. We're not adding Mitzvah to Hashem said we can't do. The Mitzvah Teraisa are coming from our point of view. We want to make sure we're going to obey the Torah, so we're going to take on these extra restrictions to ensure we don't break the Torah. But it's not coming as the same thing. We're not coming to add to the Torah restrictions. We're coming to protect ourselves. That we're not going to be over those restrictions, so we're making sure to be careful. We're making sure to be careful. And there's no question there. There's no We're not coming to ask any new things. We're coming to make sure we keep the Torah. And the exception to this is Nadarim. The exception to this is Nadarim. Because for a person to be over his nether is the Issa Daraisa. So I have a way to make more things awesome me Issa Daraisa. Just like Hashem said, don't eat Chazer, and don't eat Basil and don't eat shellfish. So if I'm going to make a nether, and myself a nether or whatever it's going to be, not to eat chickens, then it becomes an isidaraisa for me to eat chickens. Le'yachal dvar is isidaraisa. On that, the Torah says, You're coming to make new isidarim daraisa on yourself. That's not the same as Chazal. Chazal didn't come to make isidarim daraisa. Chazal came to protect the isidarim daraisa. So he said, don't do this because you might come to that. When a person makes a nether on himself, he's not taking on a restriction. He's making a new isidaraisa. And that the Torah says, who told you to make new serum deraisa? That's not what to do. So the Messiah Shalom's question wasn't on Chazal. Chazal didn't come and do that. The Messiah Shalom's question was, what a person wants to take on himself is precious. And here he says the question is Biman of Shach. The one way of becoming a parish is to take on the Torah. To make a commitment not to do something with an Eder or a Shvu, whatever it's going to be. On that the Torah says, enough with the Torah, I said, no one asks you to make new serum on yourself. Because like you know, if a person's over in there, then it's chayv and malchus mitaraisa. That's the new isad deraisa created for himself. So on the one hand, that if you're going to become a parish by taking on the darim, making yourself new isad deraisa, no one told you to do that. And if you're going to say, well, let me take on new darim, it's similar to how Chazal did, which means taking on a way to prevent myself being over deraisa. So then he has a second question, and that is, 
well, Chazal also thought through the mitzvahs. And Chazal also rationalized what are the correct gedorim which need to be made. And they didn't make this gedorim. They didn't think it was a problem. Let's say today a person thinks, you know, I'm so scared I might come to mix meat and milk, I'm not going to have fish and milk. That would be the reason for the chashash. But so we don't need to do that. Chazal already thought about this mitzvah. And Chazal said, you don't have chicken and milk, that's a good enough gedorim. Chazal didn't think you need to be machmer in fish and milk. Why don't you be more machmer in Chazal? They already made you the gedorim. Or anything else as well. A person, well we do have in Hogan like two salt shakers and everything. We have in Hogan? Like two salt shakers that are Hashokhan says that Kaisos, Kadeshim, and they. Unless you're asking the question. No, Unless you're asking the question. Unless you're asking the question. If Chazal didn't okay. feel this was necessary, so why are we, being, why are we going the extra step? One, Chazal should have made a Takana. They, they, were, they were the ones on the lookout to think what can we do to prevent Kaisos from being What are the necessary barriers you have to put in place? So if Chazal didn't think about it, Why should we make Zeres which they didn't make? Well, they, they thought about it already. It's not like we think if we've discovered America. We think, ah, oh, something Chazal never thought of. We, we came up with an idea. We have to worry about this answer. Chazal went through it already. So that's Mr. Shram's question. And the principle of precious. Where is it necessary? To make Yisurim, we don't have to do To make Yisurim, we don't have to be better than Chazal. So what do we do? And now he's going to ask the question in another direction. If that's how you're going to start working, then there's no limits to what we can do because I can go the other extreme. And I can say I can make anything into a gede. You know, I shouldn't eat fruit because I might come to eat arla. Just let's ask all the fruits. Uh, but I don't eat fruit, I won't eat arla. And I shouldn't eat meat because maybe there'll be trifles. So let's ask the meat. Uh, so, and maybe I shouldn't eat bread because maybe it'll be a case someone didn't take challah. If you're going to look for reasons to make gedorim, you'll be left with nothing. You can make everything into a gedorim. And it'll be left with a person who'll be shaman and there'll be nothing you can. If a person wants to add more and more gedorim onto himself, more and more restrictions, not to ever listen, then he can't do anything. A person is going to give the din one day to Hashem. On anything that he saw and didn't want to eat, even though he could have, and Hashem is going to say, I provided this world for you to enjoy, why didn't you enjoy it? It's a positive in Kahalis, which said, Everything which my eyes noticed and were interested in, I didn't prevent him from having. Now, that obviously doesn't mean history. And there is not going to have any questions why you need history. But the question is things which weren't also, so why didn't you enjoy them? What kind of claim is that in a person? What kind of claim is that in a person? I'm a khuyif to eat everything I see. And I should have been a me afterwards if I didn't. Why? Well, where's the gather of, of the, 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 the wrongdoing I did by not, not eating everything I saw to eat? So obviously we're not talking about amounts. It's not like any food I see I eat. That's not what I'm to do. It means types of foods. And therefore, there was a certain kind of food that there was. I didn't want to eat it, so I should also want to eat it. But then again, you have to explain, what was the, what's the basis of the complaint? Where does the Torah say, you have to eat everything? Now, I'll tell you something fascinating. The all voice can bring us from the Pasuk in Bereshis. When Hashem told Adam Rishon, we call Eitzagan Ochel Teicha. So we normally translate the Pasuk as, when all the fruits in the garden are permissible, but the Eitzadas is also. But the Eitzadas are not like that. We call Eitzagan Achal which means you're being commanded. 
go and eat from all the fruits in the garden. You mukhiv to eat. Just like that, you mukhiv not to eat. But then there, was, there wasn't just a permissible, like you're allowed to. It's a khiv to. And God's saying khiv, the same question. And they bring this Gemara in base in support of that. Then HaKadosh Baruch wanted Abraham to, uh, other Muslims to eat all the fruits of the garden. And, and that's what he instructed him. He instructed him to eat all the fruits. It's interesting. If that would be the explanation of Pasa, then really Adam did two things wrong. There's a vatal the assay and the late assay. Number one, he never ate from all the fruits in the garden. And number two, he ate as it does. How did I know he didn't eat from the fruits of the garden? Because if he would have, he would have eaten the Eitz And he never got around to that. So, but what would be the reason for such a mitzvah? To eat from all the fruits in the garden. Oh, so the answer is... Uh, yes, so the answer? The answer is, uh, the Yisraelis, exactly what Yishai said, that if Hashem created something for the benefit of the person, it was there for your benefit. That's what Hashem created it for. So, except for those things where the Torah says specifically, these were things were created as a Yisraelis for you. But if these were created for you not to eat, so that's why the Torah says don't eat them, and I have to be misguided and not eat them, Anything not in that category, so then you meant to eat. Hashem created it for you. Which means, if we're starting with the world view, everything in the world is created for a person. Use it. Except how? Some things are meant to use to eat and to appreciate. Some things, this is a challenge for me to understand not to eat. But it's all created for me. It's just one or the other one. But there isn't a third category of it wasn't created for the person at all. Hashem didn't create things not for people. And therefore, the way that I relate to everything in the world is either something which I say as this is something Hashem gave me to enjoy, or this Hashem, this is something Hashem gave me as a challenge to avoid. But it has to fall into one of the two. And we'll go back to Ganeid. And that's why Hashem shows the in the trees and says, these trees eat. That tree, don't eat. They're all for you. But you have to know what you're meant to be doing with each one. Now, so what does the want with that? The Nesim says, so you made the idea of precious isn't necessarily a clever thing to do. Because by forbidding myself things that terror at me, Hashem is meant to have a time on me. I gave you the world to enjoy, and it was meant for you to use, why do you use it? That's uh, just the basic starting point of the understanding of this. Okay. Like I said, it's a much bigger question than that. How much effort is a person meant to put into this? It justifies those who don't do this. It's like, it's not us, sir. Right, so how much, how much does a person have to try and Eat everything in the world. And if a person wants to live with precious, exactly the question. That's precious. What's the hatter? So that's obviously what he's going to explain. Let's just start a simple question. If there's an Indian of anything that I see, I'm meant to enjoy. How far do I have to go? I see they imported some uh, Caribbean fruit, but it's 40 shekels for each unit. I'm meant to pay that much? I saw it. Maybe I'm meant to eat it now. How, how far do we take this? I take that restriction. Either way, the brings it agar. He brings it as a question of how is a person allowed to be a parish? Uh, if he's going to deny himself things that he wanted him to enjoy. Hachovi says Mr. Sushay, the answer, we'll break this answer into two parts. But the first part of the answer is, It's not that the, the ability to be parish, which means the ability to separate oneself, from things which are allowed to him is unnecessary or it's wrong? No, it's necessary. It's sarich and mukhach. It has to be like that. Mm-hmm. 
Then Chachom tells us the Pshat in the Pasuk, Kedoshin to you means Prishin to you. When the Torah says be Kadosh, so the Chazal explains the Sifri that it means be Prishin. And the Ambas says that the idea of be Prishin is already the base of what the Ramban says. That Kedoshin uh, means to Kadosh Atzmachavim Motarach, which means what's Motar to you, don't, ex- don't eat to excess. Don't mean in the Russian Ramban and the Novo Bishosater. Just because Torah says it's Motar doesn't mean I have to. Ego- I have to take it to, to extremes of how much I'm allowed of something. But rather, person, restrain yourself even from those things which would technically be mutter. That's that's what, uh, and if that's the case, it's a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah. So the first thing we see from this, and uh, is that uh, it's not just that precious is wrong or precious is unnecessary. And as wrong in the sense we don't need to add a term to unnecessary because Chazal didn't answer it. On the contrary. If we understand that's the pasuk and the meaning of the words kedoshim to you, then be'etzim you makayim the mitzvah. If the mitzvah of kedoshim means be prushim, separate yourselves from things which are technically mitzvah, then by doing that I'm actually doing a mitzvah deraisa. But that's not a separate completely kedoshim. Kedoshim means it's precious. It means it's a mitzvah to be parish. And how we take it? Rashi is the same thing. Kedoshim to me is prushim in our eyes. Okay, so the question is why do you need mitzvah rais or anyway? And if it means being fired from things which can bring tarais, then it goes back to precious again. Which means I'm coming to ask the things on myself which the Torah didn't ask her as a way to prevent myself doing a sorry. So then you see that there's already a sanction in the midst of satira if, of to separate oneself, distance oneself, even for those who aren't also. Ayyidamru, another Lashon of Chazal, it's a more entire, it's called Yeshiv Batanis Nekrakadosh. If a person it sits in his fast as a way of detaching himself more from Gashmis is called the Kaddish. Kalvachemir mi Nazir. What's a Kalvachemir? If a Nazir only forbade himself from drinking wine, but everything else is allowed to eat, but the restriction from wine or from grapes is enough to call a Nazir a Kaddish, so then a person who asks himself on everything, which means he denies himself any physical food or drink, then for sure he's a Kaddish. So here you see also that there's a mile in separating oneself from all food, to be Yeshiv Batanis, and uh, that's considered a Kaddish too. Now, just to understand, we must understand why in the world does Mr. Shah bring this Gemara? This is something else, it's nothing to do with precious. Precious means prevent a step, taking a step back, not to be over and over. So you're going to say, put the creation to your precious to you, which means take a step back from what you allowed in order not to be over and it's an understand that. But if you say a person who sits with tainus is called a Kaddish, the tainus isn't a sign of precious. Tainus I'm doing for some other reason. Maybe I want to detach from Gashmias, maybe I want to connect to a higher spiritual level, break a middle, whatever it's going to be. But it's not that that way I'm distancing myself more from an Avera. So we have to say that if the Nusus is putting the context here, it means that's the kind of tainus we're talking about. That a person sitting in made a tainus, why? Because he felt this was a gather not to be over an Isser. In other words, there's a tiniest of children, there's a tiniest of tzaddikim, there's a tiniest of whatever else you want to call it. That's not what we're talking about over here. We're talking about a person who thought, um, if I'm going to eat, I might be nechsha. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to become the tiniest. That way I can't eat, that way it will stop me being nechsha. The person knows he's invited to his cousin's wedding in a five-star hotel with no hechsha. So he says, I know, I'm going to go there, I'm going to see the food, I'm going to get tempted, I might eat. So what am I going to do? I'm going to make a fast that day. That way I was a couple of tiniest, I know I can't eat, I'm fasting. So I won't get tempted. 
So that would be a fast as precious. It's a way to ask myself more than I needed to. Make myself ask that everything is a fast because it's a way to prevent me doing something wrong. It wouldn't be a fast as some ruchnis, it would be a fast as precious. And on that we see it's called the Kaddish. Because just like a Nazir who forbade himself wine. Why? Because he could see if I'm going to drink wine, it might bring me to a very. So I'm taking a step back, I'm not drinking wine. And a person is prepared to say, you know what? I'm scared if I'm allowing myself to eat, I might eat something no kosher. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to ask myself eating altogether. Well, you were willing to fast the whole day, just that you're not going to be nichshal by the party, not to eat something also? That's a Kaddish. That's a Kaddish. So we see there's a positive side to precious also. The Gemara calls a Kaddishim. That, that we have to explain. So the first thing is, it's not wrong to be Polish. You see, there's a, a necessity for it also. But now, what's the next time? It's just explain to us why isn't it a steer? When it's, and really the question is, when is precious good and when is it not? And that's what we're going to speak about.